Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then... That same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line. And that's why I'm here, to keep you in line. A line we call the Dry Line. Hi, Grandma. That's what we all look for our freshman year in college, that hot grandma. Well, here we are, the Dryline Farmer Podcast. This is episode 31. It's a special golden episode. Not necessarily a round number to have an anniversary episode on or no special occasion. It's just we were really excited about talking Golden Girls this week. Got our co-host, as always, Landon. Lantos, how's it going? Going pretty good, Brent. Brent, I think the hot grandma's called a gilf. A gilf. That's that that goes way back to American Pie days, Landon. Oh yeah. I see where your head's at. I like it. Well, like I said, this is episode thirty-one. You're glad you're here. We uh, are glad you're listening and downloading this guy. We're into our. We're still in the first season. I don't really know what you call a season in a podcast as it goes, but nonetheless, here we are. And uh, you're going to find us. We'll go ahead and get that out of the way. You're going to find us at Twitter. That's at Trader Brent, where you can download this thing. And Landon, your Twitter handle is? It is NoTwitLandon44. Landon's getting more and more followers every week. He's getting a few, maybe even a few bots, maybe even a few stalkers if he's lucky. I hope so. But So we're there big time on Twitter, all you ag Twitter people, ag Twitter universe, and uh, even you non-ag Twitter people. Come out and find us. Facebook, we're all also there. You can find that on the Dryline Farmer Podcast Facebook page. He'll be uh, popping out there. And Google Play, Stitcher, all those good avenues, you're going to find us. But the best of all, it's free. It's tell a friend. That's how we live. That's how we die. Hopefully more living than dying. So all that out of the way, we're excited you're here. This is an exciting episode. We're talking Golden Girls. You don't have to be young. You don't have to be old to appreciate the Golden Girls. It was, an epi- it was a series of comedy before its time. And yes, it has absolutely zero to do with agriculture. Hey, uh, don't you just... I mean, Landon, we have been jacking around here for the last 45 minutes watching Golden Girl clips. Nothing happens. No texts. The boys' Netflix doesn't, doesn't uh, buffer anything. And here we are. Got started, and now it's just blowing up, man. I thought that was the cookies being done. I don't know. It no, it ain't no cookies tonight, I can tell you that much. Well, uh, nonetheless, yeah. So this has we know this has nothing to do with agriculture. Somebody mentioned to me last week, it's like, y'all have like talked no farming the last couple episodes. I'm like, well, you know, what's there to talk about? If not raining, you know, Trump is absolutely going nuts, making the markets go nuts with all this tariff talk. And um, so, and that leads into a little, uh, we're going to go ahead and get this out of the way. Talking politics and talking about all that stuff. This is a little disclaimer. I don't know if it's a public service announcement. Really, it's just a um, opinion piece from here of us, which is just two of us, Landon and Brent, at the Dryland Farmer Podcast when it comes to politics. So, Landon, cue that up, and uh, we'll think you'll enjoy it. For the first time on the Dryland Farmer Podcast, we bring you political talk. 
with Britton Landon. Over the last several weeks, we've gotten questions on why we don't intermingle politics into our commentary, into our satire. Why don't we talk Republican? Why don't we talk Democrat? Trump? North? South? East? West? North Korea? South Korea? Afghanistan? Iraq? Even little Luxembourg? Well, here is our opinion on all of that. We hope you've enjoyed this premiere episode of Political Talk on the Dryline Farmer Podcast. We dare you to ask us again to talk politics, to talk geo-economic policy, to talk immigration, abortion, any of that fun stuff, because that's the reaction you're going to get every single time. It's a pretty easy segment to make. Thanks. Landon, I thought that all to myself. Didn't don't you think that's just a great commentary? I think that's really good. I think Fox Fox what no Fox News is texting me right now for a spot on Tucker Carlson. He's my cousin, you know. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Tucker Tucker smokes what does what does Rome say? He smokes fools and lights up chumps. I hope Man. he brings crazy Kathy over for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> crazy Kathy. That's I spent a month with her one weekend. <laughs> yeah, she's a golden girl for sure. Oh, man. Well, uh, yeah, so polit- politics, I mean, it is done over and over. And all you do is make, all you do is your eyes bleed when you hear it. So we try to stay away from here on this podcast. We try to keep it light and hearted. And I mean, we're talking Golden Girls this week. Golden Girls hasn't been fresh in 30 years. Every last person, well, no, Betty White's still blowing and going. But those other other chicks, man, they've kind of, they've gone on to the golden arches in the sky. <laughs> That's McDonald's. It doesn't really make sense. That's the only thing I could think of. But nonetheless, so yeah, Golden Girls, you just wait. You're going to be so impressed. You're going to be, you're going to be wanting to go to the senior center and just start hooking up, man. <laughs> it's going to be off the hook. But uh, before that, we've got our big golf tournament of the year. It's coming up this weekend, and it's only going to be 96 degrees on the Saturday, 99 degrees on Sunday. But Landon doesn't really care because he plays in the morning. Isn't that right? <laughs> well, Saturday, we're we're actually hoping that we're in the afternoon on day two this year, Brent. You're going to get up with the big boys, huh, Landon? Oh, I, I highly doubt it, but we're hoping. Yeah, we usually – we always sandbag the wrong direction. I always play with my brother. Landon, you play with a buddy of yours. And uh, yeah, we always we always play our best on Saturday and kind of choke it off on Sunday, even though that's kind of the opposite way you're supposed to do it. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. But uh, and Reynaldo Ricardo talks a little. He's a little offended by the name of this tournament. Um, you'll find out what it is here in a little bit. Well, I'll go ahead and tell you right now. It's the Tierra Blanca Classic, and uh, Landon uh, Ricardo's got a little bit of a problem with that. He's got a little more testy, a little more touchy on this whole race thing lately. He's been. That's why we try to keep the politics out of this thing because man, he's going off anymore. It's just anything's race. This race that it's always hey you know you don't like brown guys you know and all this stuff look I'm even starting to talk to an accent like him I don't know why that is that's crazy but uh, Landon what are you what are you hoping to accomplish this weekend you thinking you're going to get a top a top three or four are you going to get paid this week oh in the tournament yeah well it can't be worse than last year last year we played so good on day two we have like a three foot putt and if we miss this putt we're going to make six hundred dollars a piece instead they say oh just go ahead and pick that up and so. <laughs> We won in the Calcutta, but we lost. We left like six hundred apiece on the table. You won in the stupid department. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, we won. We won in the stupid department. Did those guys have an electronic scoreboard on their phone or something? They knew that you had to. If you just picked it up, you'd be out of the money. 
think they were plumbers. I don't think they did. I don't think they did. <laughs> oh, I guarantee you, they were plumbing you for something. <laughs> what did those guys place, by the way? Oh, they were way out of it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. they I probably they probably bought somebody else in the Calcutta anyway. I don't yeah, know. But you still true. want it. But nonetheless, that's Hereford, Texas's Masters. That's our version of the Masters. There's like 130 freaking teams, and it only takes like six and a half hours to do 18 holes, which I guess when you have that many teams out there, uh, I guess it's understandable. But when it's 100 freaking degrees and the wind's blowing, it doesn't make it a whole lot of fun. But y'all don't hear, come here to talk about our golf tournament, you know. We're, uh, we just got that going on this weekend. Last week, we had the big rain chances, and uh, we just want to cover that real quick. We had that mon- that a uh, monsoon, but that hurricane that came up for the Gulf went over the mountains, and we were supposed to get like two or three inches, and we got I mean we got an inch here at the house, and um, you know it was great and wonderful, but where I grow fo- where I grow the corn, you know, is like three and a half four miles away. I got like three tenths. We uh, can't even it, yeah rent Landon. I had an inch two. You had an inch two, or you had an inch point two. I had an inch point two. Yeah, yeah. That's... I had an inch twenty one. That's nice. That's that's. I'm proud of you. Good for you, uh, Landon. Um, I don't really care. You still have a regular job every day, so I mean, you're not. What do you don't? You never worry about the rain, do you? A little bit. These farmers call in, and they're pretty pretty tacky. Somehow we get blamed for the lack of rain. Yeah, I mean, well, it is your fault. I mean, you are an end user. That's true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was a big bust. We had, we, you know, even and Radar Ricardo talks about this too. I'll just kind of let him cover it. But man, we can't even get rain in a hurricane. My favorite thing on the weather is you look at like the next day and it's like high of eighty-eight, and then it turns into that day and it's like, oh, today's high will be ninety-five. Yeah, I mean, not yeah, that's only good for what like thirty minutes, and then, I mean, it becomes it doesn't become a forecast anymore. It's just like history. It's like, well, it was gonna be ninety-five today, but it turned into hundred and five. That's groovy. Why don't they just say it's going to be 105, and then when it's you know 10 degrees less, we're happy. That's kind of like ordering your pizza. They tell you it's going to be ready in 30, knowing very well they know it's going to be ready in 20. So that just like that way they can hold the whole thing about over delivering and under promising. That's 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 what that's greatly underestimated and underappreciated this day and age. Sure. You've got to over, uh, you've got to under promise and over deliver. Works every time. That's why we're talking about Golden Girls because if we were talking about twenty-one-year-old hot, you know, hottie co-eds, some tri-delts from Tech, you know, <laughs> we're not going to be able to deliver on anything like that. <laughs> we're going with a, we're going with a geriatric, you know, skanks from Miami. So, uh, yeah, it's a great and wonderful time to be alive. We can just kind of pull anything out of the air we want to. Those Golden Girls did get around. They well, Blanche. I tell you what, man, that she goes. She's a skank from way back. And we kind of looked up the biographies, but we'll get into that segment here right after uh, right after our advertisement here. You're gonna love it this week. It's a, I mean, we get new sponsors every week, but the, for some reason they only last one week and they cancel us. <laughs> I don't know why it is. I don't know if they go broke or they don't like the way we do our do their ad or I don't know if Radar Ricardo always files a, a you know a, a racial discrimination lawsuit on them or what. But um, nonetheless, these ad, I mean, they pay, you know, we always, that's why we always ask for, <laughs> for some weird reason, we always ask for first and last month's rent. I don't even know what that means because it's an advertisement, but we know they're usually only going to stay around a week. But this week's, it's the Uterine Horn Dude Ranch. You're going to love it. It's, it's a dude ranch like you've never seen before. It's kind of an oxymoron because you don't really have a dude in a uterine anything <laughs> unless you've got mental issues. So, uh. So the Uterine Horror Dude Ranch, we're going to hear from them, and then Radar Ricardo's going to get his forecast, and we'll be back with Golden Girls Time right after that. 
Hey there, city folks. Are you looking for an escape to get away from all the people and all the noise and all the honking and all the cars and all the everything that goes on in the city that I've never been to? Well, come on down. We're here at the Uterine Horn Dude Ranch. You'll come down and have a time worth talking about. A time of your life. Don't worry about the beach. Don't worry about any of those other places that require an aeroplane. One of them fancy flying machines. You just get in your car and drive on down to the Uterine Horn Dude Ranch. What activities do we have here? I guarantee you they're ones you've never seen before. How about the fallopian tube water slide? It's world famous. You grab a tube and you walk all the way up and then it's a 50 mile an hour water slide down the entire tube until you get to the great climax that is the entrance of our Uterine Horn Park. That's right, we're world famous for our entrances to the Uterine Horn Dude Ranch. You'll never see it like anything else. It's purely manicured with the greatest and most lush bushes you've ever seen lining the entrance to our Uterine Horn Dude Ranch. Think no further for activities for your family. It's clean, it's collected, and it's all in one place. The Uterine Horn Dude Ranch. You'll never go back home again. Hey, hey, this is Radar Ricardo and Dana Serio bringing you the Dry Life Farmer Podcast weather update. Well, Brent, <laughs> looks like you fell for it again, eh, cabron? Uh, and all that, like, that five to seven day, you know, accumulated weather forecasting, it had you getting, like, you know, like a foot of rain or something. Well, it really like that much, you know, man. It said you had to get, like, like two inches, you know, this. Man, Bato, you can't even get rain from a hurricane. Man, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, you got an inch at your house, but... Bato, I don't know if you know this, but that's not where your corn grows. You remember that song that said, where corn don't grow? That's, that's going to be your house pretty soon, Bato, because, I mean, at least on your farm, because, like, man, it don't rain. Even our pizza hurricane, man, it can't even rain there. You got, like, what, what'd you say? You got, like, three tents at your at your farm? I mean, yeah, you got an inch at your house and a couple other places, but Capron, they don't pay no bills, man. You have to wait to the 15th, the 15th, or however it goes. I don't know. I had been in the projects in a long, long time. But hey, that's why you gave me this job, huh? 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 Hey, this forecast this week. Uh-oh, Vato. I know you got your big old big-time golf tournament, man. This weekend, and I saw what it's called, the Tierra Blanca Classic. Man, that English, it means White Land Classic. Man, what do you give out for prizes, you know? Keep out Mexican cards? Hey, here's your forecast, white man. Hey, it's going to be... For the weekend, 100 on Friday. E cabro, 96 on Saturday, 99 on Sunday, brato. Man, I hope your golf score is lower than that. Hey, this week's Dry Not Popper Podcast weather update brought to you by the Uterine Horn Dude Ranch. Come on down to the U. You'll have a great time. Bring your friends or bring your family because it's all here at the U. Uterine Horn Dude Ranches. You'll learn more than you bargained for. This is Moreno Ricardo de la Serio. Back to you, Turin Horn Dude Ranch. Hey, I got another plug in there, by the way. Well, thanks for that report, Ricardo. I'm sorry that you feel that way, but uh, I mean, you know, we live in Hereford, Texas, and we try to keep it kind of local on the name of the whole golf tournament. I mean, we are a really big Hispanic community. I mean, I mean, the Tierra Blanca Creek goes through the golf course, man. What are you expecting to, you know, what else should we call it? We're not going to come out and say, you know, the translation because, you know, you're going to get all hacked about it. So at least we make you think about it for a second. But nonetheless, that's how life goes sometimes, Radar Ricardo. And, uh, you know, you move forward. I mean, you know, we did. <laughs> Look who's running Texas now, after all. 
So uh, nonetheless, we're here. It's Golden Girls time. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Uh. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a party. Throw that party. <laughs> Man, you're getting into it, dude. They turn, they turn Landon on. What can we say? Well, the Golden Girls, they, it, ran, it was a show back in the 80s. It ran from 86 to 92. Me and Landon, we were just little tykes. And, uh, like you said, it was a, it was a, it was an all-star cast. I mean, as it turned out, you had B. Arthur, Betty White, Rue McClanahan, and Estelle Getty, or as they were later known, Hellraisers of the Assisted Living, Sector <laughs> Two Project, <laughs> and the Everglade, Everglade Projects. But, uh, I remember watching this, Brent. I think it came on right before Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I bet you watched Beauty and the Beast, Landon. Was, was it the show. was it a cartoon version or was it the no, one with uh No, it was real. Sarah Connor. You know, from the Terminator. Oh yeah. That yeah. wasn't she it was in that, it? I think so. I who, don't know. I was just like five. <laughs> who was the freak that played the beast? Is that like Chewbacca or something? Or I think it was, <laughs> was that, it James Almost? <laughs> no, it was that guy from uh I think it was that guy from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, I don't ever that, that's a good show, Landon. Yeah, that's okay. James Olmos, the guy from Stand and Deliver, real nice, Brent. Man, Landon, you're like a freaking Rolodex of Hollywood movies, uh, man. That is awesome. No, Edward James Olmos, doesn't he have like the crater face from way back? Yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's got the pizza face. He's got yeah. the, you know, he looks like he's at the explosion at the pineapple factory. Yeah. You know? Okay, we're getting way off the topic here. Ron Perlman is the guy's name, and uh, he couldn't hook up with any four of these golden girls we're looking at. Oh, man, it was a great decade that I don't hardly remember. But, uh, so yeah, Golden Girls, we got to get right into it because we're not here to talk about the show per se. We're talk, we're here. It's a contest. Who was the hottest Golden Girl? The contestants, B. Arthur, who played, what was her name, Lana? Dorothy? I think you need to go by their, by their show name. By their show name. Yeah. Well, I got to give you a little background here. Okay. B. Arthur played, uh, Dorothy Zabornak. Yeah. Dorothy Zabornak. And, uh, Betty White, she played Rose something or other. Rue McClanahan. This hottie played Blanche Devereaux, and she's going to be a pretty soft target on this one. It's going to be pretty easy to jump all over her. And then Estelle Getty, she played Sophia. So uh, I don't know why. She was also in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter. No, 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 that's <laughs> <laughs> Don't shoot my, or don't uh, stop her, my mom will shoot. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone. That was Sly. Man, that's um, a great movie. That was a, I don't know why that didn't get best picture. But nonetheless, yeah, so, uh, so she should have been in the Goodfellas. Was, she should have played, uh, oh, what's his name's she mom? She should have been in a mob movie. That was, uh, Martin Scorsese's mom played, uh, Joe Pesci's mom in, um, in Goodfellas, if there's a little trivia for you. But yeah, Sophia, uh, Estelle Getty, she could totally have pulled that off, you know? She's got the whole Italian vibe going on, even though I think she's kind of a Polish Jew. To, I think she's a Polish, isn't she? I think. Anyway, nonetheless, that's neither here nor there. Well, actually, it is going to be here or there later in the hot category. Well, she knew she knew what was going on in Sicily in 1922 for sure. That's true. Yeah, and uh, in the show, she was at the retirement at a retirement home. That was before on the pilot. Shady Pines. Yeah, Shady Pines burned down. Gee, I wonder how that happened. Suspiciously burned. Uh huh. Yeah, and it started in some Italians, <laughs> Italians, you know, powder room. I don't know if they have powder room in assisted living or not, but uh, I know they don't have powder room in the where I've been. But nonetheless, okay, Landon, so let's just go ahead and give like an overall, kind of an overall 
judgment on what all these ladies you've you've got kind of you've got four different personalities you've got dorothy you know she's the tall kind of overbearing type a personality but she is the biggest smart ass in the entire world on this show and that's what makes her so hot let's just go ahead and break down dorothy while we're here landon okay yeah now you know she's got the tall look she's come she's kind of got the blue hair to her Probably a dominatrix in the bedroom. <laughs> she, you know, they, and they talk about. I mean, this is a pretty heavy. This show is pretty heavy on the sexual innuendo, to say the least. This was a, by far a, a show ahead of its time, and you know, just the clips I've seen. This show would get excoriated with all the. Uh, I mean, all the meets. Well, not the me too. It's not very PR for no. It's not PR at all. I mean, I don't even know if Seinfeld would make it. Okay, Dorothy's a born act. She's got the blue hair, and uh, for all these ladies, before we get any further, this is before Botox. So these la- these chicks were these, these chicks were banging out hotness before people were you know jamming in you know eighteen gauge needles in their faces. But Dorothy is a born act. She's got that you know she doesn't have the perm all the time. That's what I like. She's kind of original. All the other chicks in there have no, but I don't think Rose has a perm. But she she's kind of got the flat hair. But Lannon, what really gets my guns going and my engine running is that smart ass mouth she's got, Lannon. Every time it's just wisecrack after wisecrack. She's lighting up fools, man. On this, especially poor Rose, man. She's dumber than a box of bricks, and man, I mean, she lays the hammer to her. Now there's always some good, you know, they have some kind of feel good moments towards the end of these episodes. But, um, I mean, you, Dorothy, you can't go wrong, Landon. Yeah, the only place she really goes wrong is she has the worst outfits in the history of the world. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she's, she's, I mean she's got the Judge Judy Doily collar going on on this one picture we see. Um, you know, not a whole lot of blouses. It's mostly, I mean, it's, this is like Hillary Clinton in the 80s, if Hillary Clinton was 75 in the 80s. Gross. So, yeah. I, it, would, I, would, I, would, I would choose her in a bar fight. Oh, yeah, definitely. She'd get the bottle. Well, she wouldn't even need a bottle. I'm, I'm thinking she's picking up a stool, maybe cracking it over a couple of heads and, uh, you know, walking out with the bouncer. Maybe she is bouncing it. I think she is bouncing the bar, Landon. I don't think she's going there and there to have a drink. She She's doing crowd control. She's working. So, yeah, Dorothy is a born act. If, 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 if the body type doesn't do it for you... Man, that personality, because we're talking about somebody that was in mod, that was mod, was mod, what in mod, she was mod. She even said Archie Bunker straight a time or two. And I mean, nobody sets Archie Bunker straight, that Puerto Rican hating Caucasian. Okay, Dorothy's the Bornak. So, Landon, she's, she's our, I mean, I know she's the only one we've gone over so far, but she's already topping the list. I mean, it's going to be hard to overcome her. Okay, let's get over, let's go over to Miss Rose. And um, I had to look it up, and I couldn't remember the last name. And Landon's just like jump all over. Rosen Island. It's Rosen Island, man. Well, it's close to my last name, Nolan Island. Oh, well, nice. the only reason I remember Tucker Carlson's last name is because it's actually my last name. If it was Carlton, I'd draw a blank. Okay, so Betty White. I mean, this chick's still alive. So she's, you know, she plays the dumb, really naive, which I don't know. She had, it says she had like six kids in the show. So, I mean, well, let's be honest here. She's not really naive, if you know what I'm saying. Hey, she's the only one that was agriculture on this show. She was raised on a farm. Hey, yeah, Minnesota, no less. St. Olaf. Did she, uh, damn, Landon. He's not even looking at notes, y'all. I mean, he's just pulling this. St. Olaf, Minnesota. What kind of, uh, Landon, do you know what kind of farm it was? Yeah, uh, I don't. No, I'm sure you don't. Let's see. Yeah, Landon said it's on a farm farm. 
But uh, so yeah, she's the uh, it says she's known for her humorously peculiar stories of life growing up in her hometown of St. Olaf, Minnesota. But yes, yeah, she had like uh, five kids, and then she, you know, anyway, we don't want to know the whole story. We're just talking about what she looks like. Rose Nyland, Betty White, Landon, your first impressions. My first impression is I, I just can't can't get over the fact about how much of a hurting she puts on a bra. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this one picture, and I don't know if it's a Golden Girls promo, but man, that's a pretty that's a pretty uh, blue is her color. Blue. I mean, she looks like doesn't she look like Nancy Reagan? <laughs> she does. I mean, and Nancy Reagan, <laughs> she was all right, you know, until she's, you know, like got that whole anti-drug kick. But yeah, she married an actor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that is a look at that. That's a plunging neckline, Landon. That's pretty racy for 1985. I mean, before Photoshop, before Botox, do you see any wrinkles going over that over that uh, open heart surgery scar she's got? <laughs> no, and I, I bet she drank eight glasses of water a day. <laughs> yeah, I bet she did. But okay, so the hair, you know, you got to start with the hair. You know, it's it's kind of nice. It's got a nice color. There's not gray to it. They kind of they kind of blonded it up there in the back and all these pictures. I mean, they're all have these innocent smiles on her. So Landon, it kind of turns me off a little bit that somebody that's supposed to be this old is that naive and that <laughs> there's some transvestite picture of. We're looking at Google Images right now. Anyway, but you know, Landon, she's got a pretty sweet little face. You know, the skin's still pretty tight. You know, and I think those are her teeth and everything. But I mean, you keep looking at you keep looking at all of these pictures we're looking at, Landon, and these are all straight from the show. Plunging necklines. I mean, she's got the uh, right here. She's got the sweater with the clouds on it, and you know the Afghan backdrop to her. That's but pretty uh, rough. and then you've got a painting here. It's real nice. She looks like Nancy Reagan again. It's all it's all just a pretty tight outfit, if you want to be honest with you. But Landon, I just I I can't get past the the na- nativity. Uh, what is it? Nativite. Uh, <laughs> I don't mind you later. Just shoot me now. Stop me whenever I sound like nativity. Oh. That the Indian tribe she was from? Oh, <laughs> man. I sounded like a shit. Damn, I should have been on the Golden Girls. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I can't get past the uh, past that word that I'm trying to say. She's just she's very naive. It's kind of a turnoff. So right now, for me, Landon, she's bringing up the rear. Mm. You... Do you have any? Do you want to give your rankings yet? Or are you she, still? She's above Dorothy right now. Really? I'll, I'll put it. Oh yeah. I'll put it. Oh no, I've got Dorothy on top. <laughs> That's what she said. Okay, if I don't break a hip. So yeah, moving forward. Okay, now we're down to Rue McClanahan. Now she played Blanche Devereaux, and Blanche Devereaux is unabashedly the skank of the retirement community. She is the ass to be had in the assisted living complex. Now. The biography says she's she's from a well-to-do family. She was a spoiled little rich girl that grew up literally on a plantation. And um, it's a Southern Belle. She's a Southern, yeah, Southern Belle, just like I sounded a little bit ago, trying to say nativite. And um, but I don't know, Landon. I mean, I like her. I like her personality. I like her. You know, I don't give a damn. I'm gonna get mine if I want it. I don't. I just don't know if I like that whole perm she's got going on there, Landon. No. And plus. Plus, with with a woman like like her, I mean, if you, if you had her in the bedroom, she would probably call you Big Daddy. But well, but I, Granddaddy, I think if you get within ten or twelve feet of, of her, I think I think certain body parts start just melting off. <laughs> Landon, can you imagine the old lady perfume she's got? Just she's that <laughs> she's sporting. I uh, mean, let alone the <laughs> let alone the musk that she's bringing home from the <laughs> night before. <laughs> this is the first lady in history that comes home. 
on the uh, walk of shame with a walker. <laughs> <You know? laughs> if you get pushed home in a wheelchair from <laughs> on your walk of shame. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. I promise I'll get you up the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I got to at least get her to the bus fare, you know, yeah. <laughs> at least get her on that wheelchair lift on the bus. You know, I, I, I just feel too bad. But I don't know. Between the old lady perfume and the old musk from, you know, the bald shuffleboard champion from last week's tournament. I don't know. I'm just not feeling her, Lynn. I mean, she's actually she's probably one of the, as far as physical attributes, she's probably one of the tighter made ladies on the on the show. Yeah, for me, it's just uh, you know, just her being the town bicycle and, <laughs> and just, I mean, she kind of looks like one of my grandmothers. So yeah. she's she, she's at the bottom of my list. You know, I mean. <laughs> There could be a, I mean, if somebody did have the hots for her, I mean, they, what could a line be? It's like, man, I'd kiss the tennis balls on the bottom of her walker. <laughs> <laughs> That'll cause some friction. That'll cost. And she's got like the triple loop necklace. I always remember the old ladies used to wear those to church. She always doesn't dress well. Yeah. she. Well, she's from a rich family, Landon. I mean, she's True. got a plantation. So, yeah. I don't, so, I don't know. Rue, or Blanche, and Rose. You know, they're, they're a couple of the tighter looking women, but. I don't know, personality-wise and backgrounds, they just, it could be a turnoff. You think, hey, Landon, do you think they had any tramp stamps? Oh, if any of them did, it would have been Blanche. Yeah, oh, yeah, she's got the tramp stamp, the Devereaux, maybe the Devereaux brand from the plantation. Landon, you know, come to think of it, I guarantee you Rose had a, had a I don't know about a tramp stamp, but she had a tattoo of what? What would she have a tattoo of, Landon? Probably a pig snout. Uh, well, or maybe, I don't know, a rose. <laughs> Damn, I, way over my head. Woo! <laughs> man, you picked up on that one. Sweet you might know your, <laughs> you might know your history, but boy, I tell you what, your uh, perception on tattoos is pretty damn lacking. Mm. Of course, you know, in the show, she was, she played the stupid part, so it probably wasn't a Lowe's. It was, uh, Lowe's. It was, wasn't a rose. It was probably more like a chrysanthemum or something, you know? Yeah, it's probably a daisy or something. And you know, this, I, I don't know why a lot of our shows goes back to tattoos, but if she got the tattoo when she was 18 and it actually was a rose, what do you think it looks like now? Oh man, it's probably a full bouquet. <laughs> well, I was thinking a lot of a dead rose. <laughs> I bet that would hurt like hell to get a tattoo back in the 30s. Oh man, you know, no. Uh, well, doesn't it still hurt? I, no, I, I don't have any ink, Brent. Oh, well, that's true. And I hadn't been looking. Okay, so I don't know. We've got we've <laughs> so far we've covered Blanche and we've covered Dorothy and we've covered Rose. So you know, the more I think about it, if Rose, let's say Rose, I'm going to say Rose, I'm going to go ahead and say Rose had a tattoo. She's starting to move up. She's, 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 that's a guarantee off the bottom. So Blanche, you're in trouble. All right. Last but not least, it's Miss Sophia. Sophia Petrillo. Petrillo. She is a, she is a Sicilian. Well, she is the daughter of Sicilian immigrants. And, um, yeah, we're looking at these pictures and, you know, I don't know, Landon, the attitude, man, it, it kind of guns my engine once again. She's got that smart mouth, which I guess she gave that to her daughter. She's my number one, Brent. Oh, well, now it comes out. Huh? You're getting good at this teasing, Landon. Yeah. She's, um, well, tell Landon, why is she your number one? Well, for a few reasons. She's she's hilarious. All the humor that Dorothy has learned, she got from her mom. 
And with my recent lower back problems, she would in the bedroom. She would be she would be the the easiest to deal with. <laughs> Kimmy, this is a joke, by the way. <laughs> let let right now let Kimmy. He is he is he is a, a simulating a reverse cowboy girl. He would be doing with Sophia Petrillo. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Landon, I, I kind of hate to. I can't hardly argue with you. She's got the smart mouth. I mean. I mean, she's got those glasses where the tops of the earpieces go, don't, they go to the bottom of the eyeglass instead of the top. You remember how they used to yeah, go? Yeah, she's got the chains on the eyeglasses too. I mean, she's playing canasta. I mean, you know, those are canasta playing chains. Of course, she's probably, probably, I don't know if she's playing, you think she's doing bingo or she's doing hold'em? Uh, she's, uh, she's playing Texas hold'em. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's, it's too, man, she was a lady before time. Man, she'd be in celebrity Texas hold'em tournaments like you wouldn't believe. And she's cold-natured like me. She's in Florida, and she's got a jacket on in almost every picture. Yeah, I mean, there's a cardigan there. There's a sweat, uh, you know, a running suit there. It's just, yeah, I don't know, man. We're going to have to come. Landon? Yeah. She's kind of short, which is all right, like you said. true. But that perm, I don't know. It's kind of looking like we're two guys that like our, our personalities on our ladies first. That's why we... I don't know. I know another plus for for Sophia is even though she's the oldest, she's actually one of the youngest. So. Yeah, that that's what I've always heard. I thought that was a myth, like the midget hanging in the tree in the Wizard of Oz. But it turns out that's right. <laughs> I always heard she's the youngest. Is she the next youngest? Are you sure about that? Wait, is the midget hanging in the tree right? Or <laughs> <laughs> well, Landy, you don't know how many times I've backed up that scene. And I've actually seen a deal. It's actually a bird's wing. Uh, that's what I thought too. And uh, the whole uh, what was it? You could play what? Dark Side of the Moon or something I'll with it. Put the movie on mute. Yeah. Who yeah. Do that? No, I don't even want to listen to Dark Side of the Moon by itself, let alone with Wizard of Oz. Landon, we got to go, man. This is it. This has been a Golden Grand, uh, Golden Grams. Yeah. Oh, geez. Golden Girls episode. Landon, I want you to give your final rankings. Okay. Well, from hot, from start at not and end up at hot. All right, Brent. Well, my number four. I'm actually going with Blanche, just loose, the loose legs and the <laughs> literally, <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah, <laughs> and the Jello aren't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just she just she just doesn't do it for me. Number three, number three, I'm gonna go with Doris, Dorothy. Oh, she's funny. She's she's a nice woman. She scares the hell out of me though, and so she falls in at number three, and in a very close second. Is, is Rose and as much as I love her and she's funny and innocent just I can't I can't give Rose my Rose that, <laughs> that goes that goes to Sophia I oh. just I love I love you know reading books about baseball in the 20s and I'd love to learn about Sicily in, in 1922 so, <laughs> so she's she's the one I'm going with I'm going with Sophia alright Landon and time for mine Come in at number four. Landon and I are on the same page. I had to put Blanche in the bottom hole. She's just too loose with that goose, man. She's just too loose with that skin. She's too... I just don't like it. She's, she talks too much. She talks too much about her past. That's why we're pals and confidants. <laughs> That's right. Hey, if I left you a letter... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come, coming in at number three. It, it hurts me to put it, but I had to put Sophie at three. Why? Because... Shh, I want to see that tattoo, Landon. I want to see that rose. Coming in at number two, it's rose by a hair. I want to see where it is. I want to know how she got it. And I want to know the circumstances under which she got it. 
Coming in, that leaves number one. That's my girl. That's Miss Dorothy. You got that smart mouth on you, and I like it. That's the reason you got Emmys, B. Arthur. That's right. Sure, you're taller than three Italians put together, but you're my gal. And, Landon, we've got to get out of here. It's been a great time. So, breaking it down. If not looks all the time to get you to the top of the list, you got to have that personality to go with it. Landon, thanks as always for coming on. Yeah, I'm just glad we're not fighting over the same woman. I know. We'd have to go to... It'd come to punches, I can tell you what. We'd we'd be throwing right now. (laughs) But until next time, everybody, we hope that you stayed with us this whole time because this is a long episode. It had to be put all together. Thank you for being a friend, and thanks for listening to the Dryline Farmer Podcast. And until next time, what side of the line are you on? The Dryline Farmer Podcast brought to you by... Uterine Horde Dude Ranch. Come on down to the U. The Dryline Farmer Podcast, all rights reserved, 2018.